Hello everyone, Mike the DM here. No, it's not in your imagination. At the beginning of the combat, we paused the recording and lost several rounds, but it's barely noticeable and hopefully won't take away from your enjoyment. Have a good episode! Half of one wolf. And half the spider. <laughs> <laughs> like the butt of the wolf. And all you did was throw darts in butt. Uh, initially you're panicked, but then as you look up you see a giant airship gliding overhead. Red shirt, he's wearing the brown pants. <laughs> that was really oh my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> oh. He didn't do the it. The cutest DM you've never seen. Chapter 2 Off. To Waterfall City. Okay, so it's the next morning, and um, you guys wake up. Uh, Arlen, your farmer's internal alarm clock wakes you up at dawn, <coughs> and uh, you, you uh, kind of realize with some uh, um, relief that you don't have to go milk the cows. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You do hear uh, noises about the house, though. And uh, you uh, realize that the family is up. Um, for the uh, monks, you guys always had to rise early. Um, however, uh, the you guys are a little bit behind the families. And when you come out in the kitchen, you guys just find um, there's, you know, a pot full of porridge on the stove, <coughs> that sort of thing. Um, Arlen, you come out, and the family is, is already, they've got eggs and sausages, that sort of thing, going. Um, for Gwen and Alistair, um, you guys uh, wake up a little later, and, um, you know, you find some bacon, um, still uh, vaguely warm on the stove. Uh, Alistair, the, the, uh, you would just find some uh, hot cereal on the stove waiting for you. Some of us get some porridge, others get like this gourmet, like <laughs> buffet. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty nice. He's, he's got his farmer's cart. Well, so when you yeah. actually kill something next time we fight, you'll get some good food too. Yeah. I yeah. think I've killed the most things. Yeah, you smacked him upside the head. I killed like three things I killed the spider and two wolves. You didn't she kill killed the spider. spider. I killed the two wolves. I killed two wolves you killed, and half you, a spider. You, you killed like half of one wolf. And half the spider. <laughs> you killed like the butt of the wolf. And all you did was throw darts in butts. You did, but I grappled the wolf. Come on. And, and then, then you, and then you died. <laughs> You're like, I've got we, your we're, throat. We don't, we don't talk about that part. Okay, <laughs> moving on. So, um, after a short amount of time, you guys actually hear um, a knock at the door. And a uh, small boy is uh, at the door. Um, when, when you open it up, uh, no one, uh, he squeals in alarm. Um, <laughs> and uh, same, with, same with you, Gwen. And, um, I aren't your skilly eyebrow. And uh, he, he stammers out that you guys are needed at the recruitment office. Please go down there right away. 
Okay. Nice. Go ahead down there. Uh, Looking uh, for a druid or a ranger along the way. Um, or what's another Arlen, might be one. Uh, before you go Please out the door, run. though, the family that's um, is uh, putting you up, uh, they, they say, um, <clears throat> Please don't think we're being presumptuous, but uh, we couldn't help but notice that uh, your um, farmer's <clears throat> attire is, is a little worn. Uh, would you please take these robes instead? Thank you. And uh, they're they're nothing fancy. They're um, kind okay. of Neither uh, is he. <laughs> you know something that maybe uh, you know any any uh, any friar or or caster would maybe be wearing. But you know some basic brown muslin robes. But they don't have patches and holes like your overall did. And they are also beige. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, they're deep brown. Yay. He's Dark got the right page. idea. You're a little threadbare in a couple I'm wearing the red shirt. He's wearing the brown pants. <laughs> well, at least well, boy, he dies. <laughs> okay. Um, one by one, you guys all assemble at the uh, at the uh, thing. Oh, by the way, everyone gets their uh, hit die back. Uh, if anybody's still down in hit points, you can use that hit die to... Uh, Band, you know, change your bandages and try to get Wow. Like I get all my lay on hands back. Yay, so I'm up to so five. Right. We're so proud of you. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, the uh, finally, you guys all assemble. Uh, did you get, did anybody need to use their hit die? No. Ireland did? Yeah, I did too. Okay, and Adrian, how, how close are you guys to full? I'm full. Full. Okay. So, uh, you know, changing the bandages, good night's sleep, you feel uh, much better in the morning. Um, you guys return to the recruitment office, and uh, the recruiter is there again. Um, this time, however, he's flanked by um, three elderly men and women from the, that uh, you've seen walking around. They, they seem to be well-to-do. Uh, and the recruiter stands and comes in, shakes your hands, and says, uh, Oh, good, good, good. You finally made it. Um, these are our town council. And he waves his hands over towards the assembled elderly folks. And, says, and they have been most impressed by your defeat of the rampaging wolves that have been plaguing us. Um, and they have a favor to ask of you. This is, and uh, the... Uh, you know, old guy in the middle steps forward and kind of gives you a, a head bob, sort of a bow. Not back. And it says, uh, yes, yes, we, we are most impressed of your uh, ability to drive those vicious wolves out of our territory. Um, so far, uh, we've had no overnight reports of wolves, so you may have gotten the only pack in the area. Um, hopefully the uh, folks there will be able to uh, follow in your footsteps. We would ask of you to do us a favor. Um... Things aren't well here. Well, you know that. Um, and we have this petition, and he holds up a, a vellum scroll, to be brought to the barons over in Civitas Cataracta. Um, would you be good enough to brave the dangers of the road and take it to them? I think, we, I think we're up to it. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of us are up to it. <laughs> Very good, very good. Um, and he kind of, he just is like holding the scroll out and waving it back and forth, doesn't sure which one to I'll give it to. It. So he hands it, hands it to uh, Alistair. You may add one vellum scroll to your inventory. Wow. I'll put it down as petition. There we go. Um, he says, we can't thank you nearly enough. 
Um, please hurry back with whatever help uh, the Baron can give. We know it's stressful times, but certainly the, uh, the uh, Baron will uh, want to reward such a uh, loyal town as Lowford. Um, you know, we've pre prepared these packets for you, and uh, he uh, hands you uh, what looks to be about uh, three days' worth of trail rations. And, uh, and, and you have our <coughs> blessings upon you. May you return swiftly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. Please uh, represent us as well as you can. <coughs> Gwen rolls his eyes, just walks out. <laughs> and you take off on the roadway. Mm -hmm. Now, Lowford is named um, quite aptly. It is sitting right next to a, uh, a uh, tributary of, of the Great River that comes out of Sevitas Cataracta. And it... Uh, is a you know a ford right there you guys are able to wade across without getting too wet and uh, are on the other side and away up the roadway just washed your hands and uh, it's a uh, good um, 30 miles to Civitas Cataracta from Lowford so it's going to take uh, pretty much all day to get there and uh, you guys uh, find um, the roadway to be mostly clear. There's only one or two other travelers uh, going here and there uh, that pass you going the other direction, uh, and no one going the same direction as you're going. Um, and uh, you're having no trouble at all. Um, everybody give for me a perception check. Uh, seven. Seventeen. Twelve. Okay. Um... That's most unfortunate. So give me your marching order there. Uh, as you're walking same just, as I'll back to how we Well, this time I'll be walking with the paladin, kind of asking questions quietly as continuing our discussion back. from the previous day. Tell me about day. the lighthouse. Yes. <laughs> how many choir boys was it that time? <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Um, and all of a sudden there is a rustling... Hey, I thought I killed you last night. In the bushes, just as you guys are about to come across the bridge over the other tributary, um, and you're just about to cross it, out from under the gulch, underneath the bridge, rush a bunch of creatures. Are they trolls? These two are giant lizards, so there's blue oh. and red. Mm -hmm. And on the other side is a giant frog, and that's green there. Ribbit. Uh, Does the frog I hope you guys it? don't get taken out by green, because <laughs> then you'd have a frog in your I, throat. I, I no, they have something in their throat. <sighs> so, <coughs> initiative. Uh, nine. Sixteen. And Arlen. Fifteen. Non-natural twenty. And Alistair. And Noan. Ten. Woo! And... Adri. 16. Wham. Take about three? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, and then as a bonus, I'm going to go attack with my short sword green. So you, yeah. You're going after red here? Oh, no, you, I threw a dart only, at red. You only get a bonus if you do an unarmed attack. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then you could one up and hit. Then I will, I, will, I will go go unarmed attack. To red? To red. 
Uh, yes, no, to green. To I green. meant to say green. Okay. Um, I'm gonna punch it in the face. And then we have uh, 12. <coughs> no. Okay. It just dodges just aside. Okay. Ow. Okay, and then. Arlen, what do you do? <coughs> um, fireball or firebolt the uh, yeah, that's something different. red. Okay. Uh, eleven or yeah. Eleven? No, just barely misses. <coughs> you can you can see it singe the skin as it goes by. Okay, and then red goes, and he didn't like the fact that you went after him, so he runs up, God, and uh, tries to I take a bite out of you. <coughs> And gets a 20 to hit. Yeah. Natural? No. Total. Goodbye. Am I going to have to heal you again? And does 30 points of damage. Just kidding. (laughs) Does 6 points of damage. Yay. He's still alive. (laughs) What a surprise. Dude, what's a high-pitched And no one, you get to go. Okay, I will do a back kick on red. And a natural one. Uh, okay, no, it just sails right up and over his shoulder. You kicked the sorcerer. Roll damage. <laughs> and I'll spin oh, no, kick red again. Oh, that was a one, but it hit a 19. <laughs> nice. <laughs> keeping it. Yeah, it, it hits. Uh, four, what do I get? Plus three, so six. Six points? <clears throat> okay. That's a red again? Okay. <clears throat> okay, um, well, that seemed to dent him, but there's still not a whole lot of damage there. And what about... I will swing around and try to swap the blue one. It's sitting on the <coughs> table there. Yeah, in the clear, please. 17 plus 4 is 21. You would definitely hit. Okay, and I will roll d d8 for that. I'm doing it so far. That's for 6 points of damage. And then make a deck save as I will breathe lightning at him on top of that. Okay, so you hit him pretty hard. And he gets a... 15 to save. He saves, but he still takes four points of damage. Okay. Another humming sound, another piece of mud, then a crackling sound as lightning arcs across him. You smell ozone, and that actually seemed to hurt him. He seems the most damaged of all of them. Okay, and finally, green gets to go, and uh, he takes goes after you, Alistair, and it's an extra one. Oh, that yeah, takes a net 20. Or <laughs> that He's taken aback from all that damage. Okay. If you were so, spider, you'd be Alistair. Alistair, top of the round. I'm gonna <coughs> hit him again. Aw, eight. No. No. Definitely not. And blue goes and tries to bite back at you, Gwenville. <coughs> awesome. And gets an 11. No. So that's not gonna hit you. Bonk. Off the and, shield. And then... Arlen, what are you gonna do? You gotta... He's Frog trying to bite you. Bleed profusely. No, he doesn't. He has a lizard. Um, I'm going to cast the spell False Life, um, which lets me get <coughs> seven temporary hit points and flip back to this page. Um. <coughs> Uh, do you want me to roll the d20 for the wild magic table? If... Oh, no, I'll, no, I've, I've already got that figured out. Okay. So, nothing wild. Cool. 
Uh, so I have seven temporary hit points, and that's my turn, I believe. Actually, no, sorry. <coughs> you do need to roll d20. Go. Fine. Add that backwards. Now roll on that one. Nothing happened. Oh no, the chart's awesome. Yeah, the yeah, chart is, is truly amazing. awesome. That's the only time okay. I ever move for one. The next up, Adri. It's ridiculous. Okay. When you're being attacked. I'm going to oh, first throw a dart fireball. at red. Uh, if you do that, um, you'll green. be getting an opportunity attack from green because you're standing right next to him. Right? Okay, then I'm going to not do that. Yeah, you'd be turning your back to him to do that. <laughs> okay, so unarmed strike to green. There's a six. Okay, that will not hit. Okay, then bonus attack. I'm going to try to kick it with a... Well, that's like 23, so... That definitely hits. Okay, and then damage would be... Six. Okay, he's looking a little beat up. Uh, Still standing, but a little beat up. And uh, then Noah, you get to go. I will do the uh, dragon's jaws, which will initiate a, a kick up under its belly. Which wow. doesn't work, but the upper jaw, which is an elbow to the spine. A nice. Tiny. So you're able to faint with your foot, give him to dodge aside right into your elbow. Okay, so what do I do? Roll it damage twice? Or Roll damage yeah. twice, yes. Okay. Two, what, two, two of whatever die you're using. Okay. Wow, six. <laughs> six to red? Do you add the bonus twice? No. 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 Okay. Okay, so elbow is square in the face there. And uh, then he didn't appreciate that at all, and uh, turns and tries to bite at you, and gets an 18. That might hit. You have your... And does four points of damage, as he sinks his jaws into you. I scoff. And then, Quinville, you get to go. Did you want to activate your racial ability? I don't. Do you get one after this level? Why don't you read up on that while we're figuring out when you come back? I don't there. have anything like that. For, for your race, you do. I just don't know if it's a first level or not. Okay, well, why don't you read up on that while you go into the lunch you go? Yes, sir. Okay, I will continue my assault upon the blue lizard thingy for a 14. You hit. And I will roll another nice. 10. 10 points? Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you uh, impale it on your sword and it just slowly slides off into the ground. Oh, your flail, too. You, you whack it with your flail, and it just crushes the skull and goes down. Which oh, you have a sword. You have a flail. Okay. There's no racial. It could be a little three. I thought he got hellish rebuke at level oh, yeah. one. Okay, yeah, and the yeah, green one goes. And attacks me again? Uh, were you able to hit it this time? No, I missed. Okay, no. So it, it uh, turns to uh, Adrian and tries to bite you. Ribbit. And gets an 11. Nope. Does that hit your armor class? Nope. Okay, you're able to dance aside. And top of the round. I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it. Go. How many points? You're going to attempt it. It was 11. No. Oh, it would have. Uh, 19 plus 5 is 24. You definitely have. Oh. <laughs> uh, four points of damage. Okay, just a glancing blow on him. Yeah. Okay, he still looks pretty, uh, pretty it's, beat it's up. skittered in the right direction. Yeah. And then, Adri, you get to go. Okay, I'm gonna short sword attack green, which is uh, 10. 10, no. Oh. Just misses. Okay. I can do a bonus? Before? No, no. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. No, no, it's not a monk weapon. 
Oh. So you, no, no it, it's a one-handed it weapon. Actually, a short sword. Yeah. Short sword. Yeah. Short sword. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. As long so as your offhand is unarmed. As long as your yeah. As long as your other hand is empty. It is. That's it. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. And then I'm gonna go to kick it again. You go with a seven. Seven no. So yeah, he's dancing all over the place. Yeah. And then Arlen. Um. Firebolt in the face. You sound unsure about that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Reason to be unsure. Total. Um, that would be a six. No, Two no, no, plus no. four. Okay. And no one, you get to go. <clears throat> okay. Both crying. <laughs> I'm gonna do a double punch. Uh, twenty-four. You hit. And a twenty-two. Okay, you hit with both punches. Right. Still apparently reeling from that elbow from the previous round. So 5 plus 6, 11. 11 points to him? Mm-hmm. Okay, you punch him, punch him again, and you just you hear this you know, cracking noise as your fist hit, meets his skull and he heals over. Okay, and... Go ahead. Heal special. One, two, three, four. An attempt to finish off Green Boy. Get it off the fire there. Yeah. Seven boars, eleven. Eleven? Mm-hmm. No, just misses. Okay. And uh, the uh, giant frog leaps <coughs> and ends up, you hear a loud splashing sound as it lands in the river and Dis- disappears from view. Disengage? It uses a disengage action, yes. Okay, um, so um, everybody roll me a nature check. Yeah, that's worked so well for me recently. 19. And the good rolls of 6. Non-natural 20. Continue. Seven. <coughs> Continuing so, the trend uh, of an 8. Everybody <laughs> on the left side of the table, you guys, once again, these guys appear to be starving. Just, just, you, know, you can see their hip bones and their rib bones. Their, their, their you know, muscles seem uh, wasted away. Are there hides worth anything again? Not anymore. No. No, you burnt them and slashed them and hacked them. Nice going. Bashed them. It never hit. He did not burn it. Technically, I have blood. You burn them, too. Oh, Use the aptum. This one just has a few scorch marks on it, though. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the trip to Savitas Cataracta <coughs> is more or less uneventful. Uneventful, yeah. The uh, you do pass as you get closer to Suidas Cataracta, you do actually start running into uh, other travelers. Um, everybody seems to be going to the uh, city, with the exception of just a few folks heading back. I mean, like one or two folks heading back in the other direction. Everyone else all seems to be headed to the major city. And does it seem? What's that? They're just traveling, or they like, seem like they're in a hurry to get in the city? Um, well, everybody seems to be there with a purpose. There's no doubt about it. <coughs> you guys um, start climbing up out of the uh, out of the woodlands in the, the last couple of miles. Um, and Suidas Cataracta is in a great bay of the mountains. It is on a cliff, and it is backed up by <coughs> another cliff. 
And um, you can see why people call it the Waterfall City. Um, a great river pours over the upper cliff and flows through the city. And the city itself is built over the river. And it uh, apparently just flows to one side and then just flows out the other side. <coughs> so pretty. Um, as you approach the city, you guys find out that you are not alone. There is a enormous line of people trying to get in. There's probably a hundred other folks. Some of them have carts and obviously are, <coughs> are tradesmen with their wares. Other ones seem to be dressed up in fancy attire. Maybe other ambassadors like yourselves. Um, but there are just a... Uh, Enormous number of folks. Um, there, a, a guy in uh, chainmail, uh, carrying a halberd, uh, comes sort of boredly walking down the line, and uh, and says to everybody, uh, "Please have your gate fares ready. <coughs> one silver for each passenger, one gold for each cart. Please have your gate fares ready. One silver for each passenger, one gold for each cart." Um, and then about 15 minutes later, comes back up the line saying the same thing. And, and you guys kind of realize where the great wealth of uh, Civitas Cataracta comes from as the high road <coughs> runs right through the city. So um, unless you want to divert well out of your path in either up to the uh, dangerous paths of the mountains or the uh, more treacherous paths down by the lowlands, um, if, you know, if you want to take the high road, this is the only way to go. So they, uh, they make a, what must be a, a, an enormous sum just uh, in tolls uh, from going <coughs> through the gates there. And uh, while you're standing there waiting for your turn to enter, all of a sudden you guys are um, <coughs> covered with a large shadow. Uh, initially you're panicked, but then as you look up, you see a giant airship gliding overhead. It appears to be a large wooden ship hanging by intricate rope work to an even larger a cylindrical envelope or a balloon above it. And it drifts quietly uh, past you and disappears behind the walls of the city. Whoa. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> okay. Pirates. Okay. I wonder how much that thing costs to bring into the city. <laughs> <coughs> One platinum. Or three. Hundred. Mm-hmm. Are we at to our gate to pay our tolls yet? Um, you guys are getting close. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, um, Noan, uh, you're suddenly aware of a um, presence beside you. And you look down, and there is a uh, smallish human, um, probably five, six, five, seven. Yeah, that's my type. And uh, he's wearing kind of nondescript dark robes. Do I recognize these robes? No, he don't. It, it uh, doesn't look at all familiar. <coughs> and he, he says, uh, hey, buddy, you want some torque? Got some torque, man. You want some torque? <coughs> and you know that torque is a um, term for it's a root. Um, and uh, it's kind of a deep purple root. And it's it, uh, for the elves. It's kind of like a mild stimulant. Um, however, for non-elves, it is kind of a euphoric effect. Um, in uh, yeah. you know the the elves actually you know like I said it's a mild stimulant like coffee, um, but the elves abstain from it in uh, when they're out in in this realm 
just because they know that it's sort of lowbrow and um, you know people view torque users as being low and base. Torquies. Yes. So I. Using my cantrip, oh, no. I make my eyes flare. Say torque or torque? Volcanic torque. red, and oh, I yeah. say no. The root. Okay, man. And he uh, kind of just drifts back into the crowd, and and uh, you cut. He you know heads back down the line a ways. So, in a few minutes later, you guys make it up to the uh, to the gates there. And uh, there's a number, you know, probably half a dozen guards, all in uh, chain or plate mail, um, carrying various heavy weapons. And uh, there's a, another guy in, in ceremonial robes, and he's uh, uh, taking tolls there. <coughs> and as your group approaches, he, he looks at you and says, five pedestrians, five silver, please. I cough up a silver. 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 Collect it, give it to him. Silver. Okay. Remove one silver from your inventory. <coughs> I'm going broke. And as you give it to him, you give him a friendly hi-ho. Hi-ho? Hi-ho. Hi-ho silver. Away we go. You, see that, you said that root was a torque or a twerk? Torque. T-O-R-K. Oh, I thought you said twerk. So like, what, does that come from Miley Cypress tree? <laughs> yeah, where? Twerk? That, that's that's oh. not even euphoric. Oh. More depressing, really. Mm. <laughs> that's why I was, that's why I was laughing. I was like, he doesn't just say twerk tree. <laughs> this mile twerk is not tree. quite right. So you guys make it into the gates, Are and as you fun? can see, the city is basically two large curtain walls that go from the upper um, cliff straight out across the plain <clears throat> to the precipice at the lower cliff. Um, How long are the walls? Uh, the walls are about four or five hundred feet long. Um, is that a cliff it butts up to or take? Yes. Yeah. So the uh, waterfall comes off the upper cliff, mm -hmm. flows through the city, and then goes down the other cliff. And both both cliffs are uh, you know several hundred feet tall, so it definitely protects the city from attack from either direction. And you guys realize that this empty plain that you're on, it's all uh, farmers' fields and so forth. Uh, anyone trying to attack the city would be uh, in clear view of, of the walls and, and uh, subject to their attack for a long time before they could even reach them. It's a, a beautiful defensive position. Awesome. Uh, we I need just to put catapults on that upper cliff and fire down on the city. We have to free them. <laughs> uh, we need to find who now? The Baron. The Baron. The Baron, yes. So, so you guys get into the main gates and the roadway. Um, goes basically straight into town, um, and then um, it's you know a good fifty feet wide. It's an enormous roadway, and it actually goes over a large arched bridge over the river in the middle of town, and then the bridge also um, basically necks off to the main keep there in the middle of town, and uh, you notice a lot of traffic heading in that direction. Merchant traffic or just foot traffic? No, at this point in time, it seems to be all people in fancy robes that you saw earlier. Okay. Um, and it's coming from both sides of, you know, the, this side and then the, the other gate on the, on the western side of, of the city. I guess I'll just follow the rich crowd. Is there, like, an obvious, like, keep or 
high yeah. tower or whatever. Well, yeah, they're, they're, well <clears throat> interestingly enough, on the left side, in buried in the middle of the, the town, basically on an island in the middle of the river, is this very large tower that sticks up. And um, right there. Mm -hmm. But the very the uh, actual baronial keep occupies the uh, center of the city. Um, and you see that the basically the waterfall falls down from the uh, from the cliffs and then just flows underneath the keep. It's actually built over the river. How convenient. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I guess we uh, kind of look. I want to keep an eye out if I see where the, like the local market is, but we head to the keep. I imagine to deliver our missive. Yeah. yeah. You would you would expect the water uh, or the uh, the marketplace appears to be on the southern side of the road. Um, and uh, there seems to be two squares set off from you know around the river there, and they uh, you know the in fact people seem to be bringing taking down you know stalls and so forth that uh, for the day for the day there. Okay. Um, and uh, you said you follow the uh, all the other well dressed folks and and they're basically in a large line in front of the the uh, um, entrance to the keep, and there you're just sort of stopped. There are a line of you know, like I said, probably about 50 other people in front of you, all well-dressed. Some of them seem to be holding scrolls similar to your own. Um, some of them are on horseback. Some of them are on foot. Um, and they're just standing there waiting. Um, from time to time, the whole line moves forward just a touch. But hmm. you guys are just stuck in the queue there. What time is, is there day is it? Is there a guard nearby? Yeah, what time of day is it? Um, you guys arrived here at the end of the day, so it's, uh, it's probably 4 in the afternoon at this point. I think it stands the reason we might want to come back tomorrow. tomorrow or somebody. Try to get here earlier before the massive. Would people stay overnight, though? Let's find a guard mass. Okay. <clears throat> well, funny that you should say that, because um, coming down the line, you notice uh, someone in fine robes with a uh, baron's heraldry on it, and he seems to be stopping at each group and um, writing something down on a, uh, a uh, roll of parchment there. And he is actually flanked by two guards. Let's get into the line before he reaches the end. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he does uh, work his way down the line to you, and, and he comes up and says, um, Are you here to petition the Baron? Yes, we come with is a it? petition from Lothford. He says, uh, You have the Baron's deepest apologies, <coughs> but his slate is already full for the day. Um, could I please have your names, and uh, tomorrow... Uh, you will be uh, first on the list to be seen. Define first as in the first or just in the first large line of people. He waves his hand back towards the line of people in front of you. Well, of course, all of them uh, that are there ahead of you will be uh, uh, ahead of you in, in the procession, but uh, you will be uh, first, you know, first group to be led in there. Yeah. <coughs> Alistair Breston. He writes that down. Um, shall I just write that down for your uh, group? Are you the spokesman? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. And uh, from Lowford, you said, correct? Yes. Okay, Alistair Preston from Lowford. Got it. How do you decide who goes first? Uh, he just shows you the list. Whoever here is on the top of the list. Um, How many people are on the list? There's, like I said, about 50 uh, groups in front of you. Oh. Reach into my pocket and pull out five gold. I think that's our name at the top of the list, isn't it? He uh, looks around and looks around. And he um, says to the two guards at him, 
oh, look what's out there on top of the battlements. And he points in the other direction. And he kind of does a little, put his hand out behind him. And he slips it into his pouch and says, yes, I, I think this puts you very much up the list. And he wrote, writes some sort of notation down next to, uh, next to the, your name. As soon as this is done, I'm giving you a gold piece. <laughs> I suggest we find lodgings for the night. I, for one, do not want to sleep in a gutter. What time do we have to get here? He says, uh, the gates open at uh, one hour after uh, sunrise. Okay. Where is the local inn? Oh, we have many possible establishments here. Um, I would recommend just on the slightly on the south side of the Great Highway here, uh, there are a number of good inns. Um, you might try the, the Green Dragon, and uh, then there's, there's a Saucy Maid, um, and then there's the Wheat, uh, the wheat uh, Shock. They're all very good. I think I will try the Green Dragon. Is it very good? You can't miss it. If you go... Uh, Let me guess, has a Green Dragon on the side. Indeed it does. <laughs> Wow. Uh, go down into the southeast quadrant of the town and ask anybody there. They'll be able to give you directions. Okay. Thank you. And you guys notice that in front of you in the line that uh, the people there are sort of doing the same thing you're doing, discussing what's going on, and then they're uh, breaking up. And, and uh, Do I see any other money changing hands? No. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. And they're sort of wandering off in, in the various directions as they're headed to their... Yeah. Head to the south side there <coughs> to find an end. Okay, so uh, you guys, in fact, find the Green Dragon pretty easily. Um, you know, the people that uh, you come up to, uh, depending on which one of you you're asking, are either um, very helpful or just completely intimidated and very helpful. I'll ask. Yeah. I guess. And, uh, I want to get on people's bad side. I'm not getting on people's bad side, so that was quite nice, thank you very much. I could eat in his face. Yeah. And uh, the Green Dragon does seem to nice. be a fairly decent establishment. Um, it's in good repair. The uh, great room looks uh, very warm and welcoming. There's a good fire going. The savory smells of stew and roasts um, are, you know, in the air. Um, and it does seem to be about three stories tall and, and probably has a couple of dozen rooms. And, uh, and uh, looks to be uh, very pleasant all the way around. I'm the uh, <coughs> proprietor of the establishment. Um, so you, you come in the door, and uh, one of the uh, serving uh, folks, you know, motions you towards the back of the uh, room. And sure enough, in the back of the room is, is the bar. And uh, standing there at the bar is a number of people, including one large, portly uh, half-elf. And uh, he uh, has a very uh, kind of chubby, friendly, happy-looking face. And uh, he's busy detankering a couple of... Uh, Tankards of ale for one of the barmaids. Uh, we'd like to get a few rooms. Oh, very good, very good. Yes, busy, busy time, busy time. Everybody's coming to the keep. Oh, boy, the Baron's so busy. Yes, uh, well, what uh, what would you be needing? A room for, a one room for all or several rooms? We'd, we'd have a couple of large rooms that can accommodate uh, whole groups. How much do the large rooms cost? Uh, they would be one gold per night. And, and that, of course, comes with uh, dinner and breakfast in the morning. I've, I've got it. Got what? Um, if we all check in too. Bill Barry would. Yeah. Well, I don't know. She just volunteered to pay for it all. Uh, and, uh, that would be quite fine. Very good. 
And, uh, we'll, go, we'll be opening the tab. He, uh, <laughs> he, he picks up a small bell and rings it, and um, a small uh, girl shows up, and she says, "Yeah, Papa." Says, "Yeah, a little flower. Please show these folks to uh, the room twelve, please." He says, "Yes, Papa." And she looks up at you and gives you the cutest little curtsy you ever did see. Oh my god! And starts waltzing off towards the uh, the stairway in the back of the uh, place that apparently goes upstairs. Let's follow. Um, she uh, gets up Waltz. to uh, a rather ornate Swagger. oaken door and uh, turns an iron key in it and unlocks and swings it open. He says, this will be your room. And she holds the key up, kind of waving it back and forth. She kind of tenuously gives it to you, Gwen, and uh, you guys open the room. And it's actually very, very nice. Um, there's a little kind of parlor area in the front with a couple of uh, sitting chairs and a small table. And uh, in the back, there's actually um, basically about half a dozen curtained off little sleeping, uh, you know, rooms or cubicles. Find the one that's slightly largest. So, <laughs> and the, the little girl still standing out there at the door says, um, "Please come down to dinner whenever you want, and breakfast will be in the morning right at dawn." And she gives you once again the cutest little curtsy you ever saw, and then closes the door quietly behind can you, her. Can you demonstrate that to you? Yes. There you go. That was really oh funny. my god, <laughs> that was so cute. Oh. He didn't do the it. The cutest DM you've never seen. Okay, so what do you guys need to do? Anything? Uh, I will go just remove, no, remove uh, my gear. Probably take the armor off. Yeah. I assume I'd have something. Swap into some common clothes and yeah. head down for a meal. Okay. Common clothes on you. For a dragonborn, yeah. You change your golden scale to your golden scale. Yes. And a cloak. Yes. With a hood. Okay. Yeah. And did go to dinner. Okay. <laughs> yes. So um you guys find uh like the last remaining table that can seat five together. And uh the uh apparently the proprietor's wife comes up, she's also a uh a uh, portly human with rosy cheeks and a happy smile, and she takes all of your orders. Um, any, anything in particular you guys feel like? No. Whatever they're having. They've Rose. got stews, roasts, they've got game, they've got uh, roast. You know, vegetables. So they got game? Yes. <laughs> game of all sorts. I've got mad game. <laughs> um, I'm just I hear gonna... that mad cow's is bad for you. Only if you're not a dragonborn. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to order just uh, a nice hunk or whatever this beef okay uh, an ale I'm a dragonborn what do you want we don't do, we don't do starchy roasty vegetables and things starchy roasty but I want to show her the, the broken and emblem I have and say have you seen anything like this before she looks at it and says no no I can't say that I ever have um no okay I'll take this back in my you. pocket okay so she takes all of your orders um and while you're waiting for the uh, food to arrive. You guys notice the uh, sort of the, the bustle of the community here. The uh, there's apparently in the back of the room you also see a set of stairs going down, and occasionally from time to time some sort of serving lad comes up carrying a cask of what probably is ale to bring up behind the bar, um, and occasionally uh, meats are brought up there. So there must be a, 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 a you know chilled room down there. Um, meanwhile, the, the kitchen's all the way in the far back, and food keeps bustling in and out and in and out in and out. Um, within a short time, you each have a uh, tankard of ale and uh, your uh, your dinner orders. 
The minced consumer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Food. Eating sounds good. How are your ramen noodles? <laughs> <laughs> ramen. They're actually cooked man noodles. Mm. Oh. Just kind of watching the crowd and seeing how the crowd is acting. Um, the crowd is a mixed group. You get the feeling some of them are uh, <laughs> traders and merchants. Um, others also seem to be ambassadors like yourself. And uh, they, uh, there's a lot of griping going on. Um, with the traders, the griping seems to be the general state of things. And, uh, you know, that things are just plain bad. A lot of people talk about fogs and, and uh, the crops are dying and, and uh, animals are withering and... Uh, the uh, ambassadors seem to have the, the same sort of uh, opinion. Most of them seem to be set here, mainly the same problem with that you have. Their towns are struggling and they're in trouble. Um, and, uh, you know, that's sort of the general gist of the conversation that you overhear. Are any of them looking at us? Um, everybody's looking at you guys. <coughs> Um, I'm bronze and shiny. I'm kind of hard to yeah, miss. It, it, uh, <laughs> and there's the guy with the fiery eyes. It's, it's, They're uh, purple now. It's, it's, the rare, it's the rare person who's not staring at you guys. Um, you guys are luckily kind of in, in the back corner. But I, I have a hood, by the way. I look human. Is anybody looking a little too hard? Uh, no, no, no. Just sort of, you know, more than idle curiosity. Let me tell there you are this. probably some kids who are just like, what in the world is those... Um, those. Those. <laughs> hey, they're kids. Yeah. I haven't been to most uh, school. If they go to school the at all. Proprietor's wife prepared, but I want to ask about where I would find an apothecary. Let's see. Oh yes, um, you can definitely find one in the northeast quadrant. Uh, if you have some spare time tomorrow, I'm sure the shops will be open. Okay. Very good. When I'm done with my meal, I'll retire off to bed. Same. Okay. Well, hardly have you finished your meal there, Alistair, and before your extra mug of ale has arrived. <clears throat> Uh, when all of a sudden a shrill scream pierces the din of noise. From where? A small girl, her skirts and pigtails streaming behind her as she runs, dashes up from the cellar stairs in the corner and bolts to the wall behind you. She stares at you guys with eyes wide with terror. The source of her fright is not too difficult to determine as someone, or rather several someones, at least you think they um, are people, the first appear to be human and the second a dwarf. But there's something terribly off. They walk with kind of a shuffling gait, and their heads loll to the side at an uncomfortable angle. Oh, no. The first one takes a swing at a bar patron closest to him. He connects with a sickening <clears throat> crunch, and the patron flies to the floor and doesn't move. All of a sudden, chaos just breaks out. People scream and bolt for the exits, shoving each side aside in panic. Tables topple, crockery breaks, alien food splatter the floors. The disturbing figures continue to emerge from the stairwell. The first one locks eyes with you and a chill goes down your spine. There's no spark of light there. There's no intelligence and no soul. And that's where we're going to stop. Fighter types just left all their armors upstairs in the room? Oh my gosh, that's Dungeon Master Gold. You can't plan for that kind of fun. Well, we'll have to see what comes of that. It did mean I have to change things up slightly for the next encounter. 
but it sure did heighten the tension for the players. But you'll have to wait and see what happens next episode with that. As with the last episode, Matt did a tremendous job trying to stave off his cold. Trust me, it could have been a whole lot worse. He did a great job of trying to spare your ears there. And uh, next episode, it's all gone, so you just have to suffer through this one. will happen next? Is the party doomed without their armor and weapons? Are they going to fall in rapid succession? We'll just have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.